Tony. And hello, Maria. Welcome to your new safe space where there's no such thing as TMI. Hello. Hello. Hello out there. <laughs> We're still here. Um, it was not a predicted break or we would have warned you. <laughs> oh my God, so much has happened. So much has happened. Wait, wait, wait. And I remember too, one with the bad memory, right after we recorded our very last episode. Uh-huh. Which was the Team Ariana. I got a phone call that my brother died. Yeah, like as soon as we finished recording, I took my phone out of Do Not Disturb. Yes, yeah, and we found happened out. to be off that day. Yeah, wow. And then just life. Yeah, <laughs> life. Then happened. life just happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> so. and then and I just <laughs> lost a very dear girlfriend. Yeah, I mean the other day, and wow. every and anyone out there knows if you just turn on the news or open Twitter, like shit is crazy right it now. It is, but. The one thing that we have had to use as escapism has been the infamous Scandaval. So we're back today. We're going to cover all the things Scandaval from Tom Schwartz's crazy Watch What Happens Live to Howie Mendel's interview with Tom Sandoval. We're going to do it all. And then next Monday, the episode we've released, we'll be back to our usual nonsense of trying to make sense of the world. Oh. <laughs> we'll do our best. And not go insane. <laughs> so, but today it is all scandal. And the interesting thing that has happened, so since we recorded the Team Ariana episode, you have actually seen a lot more Vanderpump. I have. <laughs> I've seen a lot. A lot of Vanderpump. A lot of... Prior to that, you were catching it in chunks like you'd see an episode or two and then you wouldn't see until like a season later right half an episode or something would be on but my mind would be in my phone or something else right so now since we last recorded since we last gave our opinions on all the stuff um maria has seen from when jacks cheats on britney with faith all the way up to the most recent well, I don't know if you watched the most recent episode, but we watched a lot of clips. Um, Maria goes to bed a little earlier than some of us. Wow. Um, <laughs> but, so yeah, you've seen from the infamous cheating, the big cheat, to now, to the current big cheat. Yeah. And then also you've seen, like, the end of season one up until, like, the beginning of season three. I've watched a lot. The crazy Christian uh, yeah. has come out. This one. So, to get us started, I want to try to get... So, now that you've watched a lot more, I want to try to get a feel for where you're at in the fandom. Like, who's your faves and your lists and stuff like that. So... Okay. Who do you think is the most annoying cast member? Kristen. Really? Fucking Kristen. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I said really like I was surprised. She's a pretty standard I find myself yelling at the fucking TV. Like, I get a little hype over it. She inspires some rage in me, too. Yeah. Similar to the way the men do, you know? Yeah. Who do you find to be the most loyal? If any. (laughs) I mean, I think loyal... So I'm going to say the person I find across the board from beginning to end 
loyal to her friends or so acquaintances, but I know that she did have, so I'm, Ariana is the the one that I, Ariana is my answer to that. Okay. Although I'm not sure if she broke any loyalty when she first hooked up with Tom Scandable. Well, her and Kristen were never friends. Then Ariana is my answer. Yeah. Her and Kristen were never friends. Then there was nothing that she has, that I have seen where I can say that she's gone back on it, where they've had to be like, she said, I didn't say that, where they get her like that. I haven't seen any of that. Yeah. Most of the time, she's not agreeing or disagreeing. She's rolling her eyes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or so, yeah. I say Ariana. I agree. I find Ariana to be the most loyal. Um, The Kristen, so this whole fuzzy time of Tom and Ariana hooking up when Tom was still with Kristen, this is something that will divide the fandom forever. Because there are people who don't feel as though Ariana and Tom crossed boundaries, or maybe they don't care because of the way Kristen behaves. That's kind of me. and there are people who absolutely believe that that whole two years, Tom and Ariana were having a relationship in front of Kristen's face and making her feel crazy. I don't believe that. Well, I don't either. And here, my reasoning is Ariana is someone that has been so open about the way she needs to be active in an emotional connection to be sexual. So that just doesn't strike me as someone who's going to be emotionally connected to a person she knows is going home to another woman. Do you get what I'm saying? I do, and I just don't So think... I, I get people's... I get the optics, and I get what people say. And of course, this is just my opinion. I don't actually know shit. But to me, it's like, she just reads as someone who needs more to be sexual. So I would find it surprising if she was having an ongoing sexual relationship with someone actively in a relationship. But I don't even think that that's who she is as a person. I don't do either. Do you know what I mean? I think that I believe that their first hookup that they say was their first hookup. When they made out. Was their first hookup. Yeah. They worked alongside each other. He was so frustrated over the shit that I can't even believe he, uh, I, I just don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't even, I don't want to be mean to Kristen. No. I don't, but I'm seeing I'm watching her behaviors because she's on that show. Yeah. I'm watching and, you know, I just love how they just bring scenes back so they remind me of the stupid shit she does. She does. And she's devious. Yeah. And she's mean and she's cruel and she goes for the fucking throat. And then when she says she's sorry... I know people like her. When she said she's sorry, she's not sorry. She's sorry she got fucking caught. She's sorry that you're fucking calling her out. Yes. Okay? To me... She believes her own bullshit. You fucking suck. Yeah. I agree with you. And it's funny... Did I mention how I feel about Kristen? No. And I'm cracking up because I don't know if you remember, but when we did the Team Ariana episode, you were flabbergasted because you hadn't put together that Tom and Kristen had not only been a couple, but were a couple for years. I, I, yeah, I was I was sickened over it. So now you've seen that. So I just like, now like you're, in, I just so here Tom, I just, just for, tell so you. So we're currently watching season three, like episode ish two or three. So just to give people an idea of where you're at in your watching. Okay. So that's where Kristen is about to try to expose that Tom cheated on Oriana with Miami. Yeah, girl. Tom Tom stepped way up. You know, it was almost like he, 
like he was on like the second row of the ladder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like an mm-hmm. eight to ten foot ladder. Like if he was playing shoots and ladders. Yeah. He, he rolled Ariana mm-hmm. and, and he, he climbed all the ten. way back up to the finish line. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And we're gonna get into how I feel about what he fucking got with Raquel, mm-hmm. Rachel, mm-hmm. whatever the hell her name is. <laughs> you know Whoever I mean? you are today, Rachel. You know, and I Ari, Ariana definitely had her wild times. You yeah. know what I mean? When she's drinking. Listen, and no, she needed that. She needed to let loose. And none of us are right 100% of the time. Girl, none of us girl, are right 100% of listen, the time. if there were cameras and videos Can when I was, you when I was a teenager. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have, you would have lost your children. Oh, you mean when you were a teenager, my man. I was going even just but in I wouldn't 20s. have had children. I'd have probably been in jail. That's true. <laughs> okay, so who on the cast would you be friends with? I could pick more than one, right? And who... So pick three that you would <coughs> that you would be friends with, and who would you absolutely avoid like the plague? Like you'd be like, "Fuck no, I don't even want to be friends with anyone who's friends with that person." I would be friends with Ariana, mm-hmm. Katie, yep, and Lala. Yeah, that's a solid crew. And who would you be like, "No fucking way, don't even bring them in my face." Kristen's one of them. Okay, so I'm only talking girls. Oh, okay. So, and I'd really like to pick a fourth. If I had a substitute that only popped in here and there, yeah, it would be Charlie. Oh hell yeah! So yeah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. want anything to do with Kristen. And you would, you would um, keep Sheena at arm's length. I would definitely keep Sheena you at gotta, arm's length. You got to keep Sheena. And I would keep Stassi at arm's length too. Yeah. Well, Stassi, I think I don't know if we talked about it on the episode or not. Um, anyone who follows. Vanderpump knows this though. Kristen and Stassi were fired for racism. And oh, I didn't see that yet. We don't have to go into the things, the problematic things that um, Stassi has said, but I'll let you know and the listeners know that you will absolutely not agree with her and you will believe that she's a full blown racist idiot. So, oh, then I don't even need to say it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm glad that I chose that. So, with that information, <laughs> I know that, I chose that. So, with well. that information, I know that Stassi's now off your list. Okay, that's why I exactly. want to throw it out there. Thank you. Um, and there are a lot of people because Kristen has kind of been resurrected now in the VPR world a little bit because she was there to um, console Ariana when this news broke, and then people were like, "Oh, is she coming back to the show?" And a lot of people were like, "Fuck, she shouldn't come back to the show." Kristen's fake. I, I do Remember, think, I already told yeah. you this. I said to you, every time I see a scene of someone going through a struggle, most times the struggle was created by Kristen. <laughs> okay, no, really, I'm no. watching. She's a she's a fucking snake, and you know how afraid I am of snakes because I you do. can't trust them. You can't. They're slimy. Yeah, Kristen is a snake because she will create an issue. Right. Watch it unfold, feed it, feed it, feed it, feed it. Right, mm-hmm. and then when the person she whether she meant to hurt someone or not, then she'll go over, kiss them on the cheek, and rub them. Get the fuck off me. Mm-hmm. Back the bit, back up. Her physical boundaries are very strange. And then she wants you to be your bestie. Always. She doesn't care about Always. you. Kristen creates... She does not care yeah. about you. Kristen, But she wants to feel like a caretaker. Kristen gets high off feeling like she is nurturing other people. So if no problems exist, she has to create them. That's why she does that whole thing with Carter. Remember where she's I dating... Know, I know women like yeah, that. Yeah, where she's dating Carter. And Carter is like blood sucking. He's ruining her life. He's draining mm-hmm. her. But that feels good to her because she needs someone to take care of. In the season three that we're watching now, she's dating James. He's literally a baby, you know, like she needed someone to take care of because she thrives off of that. But then she also resents you for needing her. Right. That's like Kristen's thing. Yeah. (laughs) So I know people like that. I I bet we all do, you know, Mm -hmm. 
if you had to date one of the men. Oh, God. It can't really? be Ken. And I'm it can't 54. Be Ken. I know. I know. But put yourself. Try. If you had to date. So imagine yourself. Like, if, if you. Okay. So hold on. Am I imagining myself in my 20s in yeah, that world Yeah, I was going to say. Them? I feel like you'd be most. In the bikinis like, and in the comparable to, so I feel like I'm your personality would be most like comparable. People are going to think that I mean this as an insult. Like, okay, so don't. here it is. I, it would have been Sandoval. Okay, yeah, and yeah, yeah. he never would have dated Kristen. <laughs> he wouldn't. Right. Do you, you mean if I mean? you would have got him first? Yeah. It wouldn't have <laughs> I gotcha. happened. I gotcha. And if I would have lost him to Ariana, Ariana still would have been my best friend. Yeah, it's like, how do you not you know I mean? be friends with her? She definitely has that vibe. So, so you did- but I, I, losing him to Ariana would have meant I was free. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because he's, he's, he's a douche. <laughs> he's yeah. a fucking, he was a douche the whole time. Yeah. He's always showed signs of douchery. Well, he cheated. For sure. He cheated too. He did. He cheated on Kristen. He cheated on Kristen. He cheated with Miami Girl, maybe. I know. I mean, he clearly did. And you'll see. Wait, that's, hold on. Miami Girl, maybe. That's what we're watching, like, right now. And that's the one where Kristen brought this girl in. It's going to bring this girl in. Yeah. While he's working, right? Yep. See, again, she's a snake. And not only, not only are you coming for him. You're coming for his job. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a show. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like just his reputation. Everything. Oh, everything. You're yeah. just, you're slandering everybody. And then she goes on to do the same thing to James. Oh, when he starts dating Raquel. She, that one, that one made me very angry. It's a lot. It's a whole, Kristen is a whole lot to take in. James is a whole lot to take in. And I can't believe that they were even able to sleep in the same bed together. (laughs) I can't even imagine what that would have been like. Fireworks. Gosh. And there's a huge age gap between them. More like bombs. I I think the fireworks as a good thing. You're right. It's a right thing. No, you're right. That's something I want to see. I would never. If I had to watch any. any, Bomb bombs. If there were any two people I never want to have. See, I've already had saw my dad having sex with my stuff monster. And uh, he was going down. It was the awful thing. Oh, anyway, um, ew, yeah. I knew her too. No. Um, I can't. We just went so far left. Hold my, on, let me come back. My, my bit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's no, I'm okay. I'm dying. <laughs> All right. So, since we haven't recorded in weeks, <laughs> I. Since May 6th. Yes. The so, day my brother died. <laughs> March 6th, hon, because we're in April. That too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still throwing up in my mouth. <laughs> I'm like, May 6th, fuck. Okay, so, so much has happened in the universe. One of those things being Tom Schwartz went on (laughs) Watch What Happens Live um, and just spilled the tea uh, without spilling tea. He was a mess. He was a hot-ass mess. I showed you these clips, right? I think we watched watched the episode. First of all, he had um, wrist weights, on his hands, like as part of his charming, funny guy shtick. Oh, there's a drinking game out there where anyone who says my name has to touch their face. So I'm going to make sure you guys don't get drunk. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Goofball. Um, <laughs> so, and then, so Schwartz reveals to us that back in August, the end of August, which also for timeline, the end of August is around the same time as Sheena's wedding. She got married August 23rd in Cancun, right? So that Sandoval revealed to Schwartz back in August that he had had what Schwartz is calling a one night stand with Raquel. 
So to me, they slept together. Okay, that's what I think of a one-night stand. Right. Okay. Then Schwartz says that in January, so in January of 2023, Sandoval tells Schwartz that he is in love with Raquel, that he has broken up with Ariana, and he's basically moving on to this new relationship. Um, this gets real weird because we're watching Sheena's wedding happen, you know, right. on television, and we're seeing Schwartz pursue a makeout with Raquel, then pursue a makeout with each other, and we're focusing on the fact that Katie and Schwartz have an agreement right. that he's not going to do this. So we're we're but I watching. Thought Raquel and Katie had an agreement too. Yes, but so people's argument for that, you are correct. Katie sat there and cried in front of Raquel and said how uncomfortable this makes me. The, the whole idea. Everything makes me... This feels so icky to me. Please don't do this. And she did for me. Like, she agreed. But then they went on that trip in Vegas where Katie's mom pretty much shames Raquel in front of Lisa and all the other girls. Okay. Like, Tommy is our family. Like, they're not even divorced yet. They haven't even sold their home yet. And then the girls made fun of Raquel on that trip, remember? So she had the, um, that's when she had her galaxy lights and she oh, was yeah, really yeah, wasted. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she said to Lala, like, thank God you don't have a man for me to be drunk around. Yes, like yes. that whole bit. So the defense of Rachel, I'm flip flopping back and again between her names. So Rachel's defense for why she decided fuck Katie was that whole trip because of the way the girls treated her on the trip. Remember, she ends up leaving. She's like, we're going to go meet Schwartz at the Madrian. Okay, okay, okay. Which so is Rachel, the alleged boys' night. So that... Rachel stood in the hallway with her ear to the mm-hmm. door, listening in on what the girls were saying. Yes. And she decided, since she heard that, that now that's an open door to kiss Schwartz and dismiss Katie as a person. Okay, okay, yeah. So that's what Mm. I think is interesting because people are defending that and they're like, Katie was so mean to Rachel. Rachel and Katie weren't really friends. And all of that is fine. And then they want to say that Schwartz and Katie were divorced. So Katie has no right to tell Schwartz what to do. But Katie and Schwartz had an agreement. Schwartz said, yes, I agree with you. I promise I'm not going to do this, you know? And then also when it comes to the Rachel side, Whatever happened to just having empathy? Like, if we only do the right thing because we're friends with the person or we like the person, what is that saying about our character? Exactly. So for me, right there, Rachel is showing exactly who she is. Mm -hmm. And if you think that her getting this dig at Katie is the right thing to do, you probably just hate Katie. (laughs) You probably just don't like Katie. But you're just showing who you are altogether. Yeah. You know what I mean? And okay, you don't have any loyalty to Katie, and I get that, but... You have no morals. <laughs> Schwartz and Rachel had the opportunity to not hurt Katie. Right. And instead decided to hurt her. Exactly. And now let's say, like, let's say that Schwartz and Rachel actually had, like, obvious chemistry and they flowed really well together and it was clear that they would be a good couple. Eventually, we would just have to tell Katie to let it go and exactly. be like, they're a couple. Exactly. But that's not what's happening mm-hmm. here. This is a game to hurt her. And... On the other side of things, Katie is coming out of a relationship where she has been gaslit and verbally abused for years. Right. And the women around her have watched her be abused by this man for years. So now to have a woman in her circle wanting to date that man, it's like, do you not believe me? Right. You watched him treat me like shit all of this Mm -hmm. time and now you want to date him? 
There's a lot of women out there that do that. And Raquel, Raquel is a pick me. You know what 100%. I mean? And I, but I, I do understand that Raquel also comes to... Out of an abusive relationship. You know, here with a lot of baggage. And she's so young. Yep. But if you're thinking about this timeline of what she is deciding is her payback to Katie. Mm-hmm. And the way she wants to hurt Katie. She's also doing the same thing to fucking Ariana. While calling Lala a homewrecker and exactly. a whore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but I'm wondering how much of Raquel is, this is for just the show. The like fame she, of it. What, yeah, she, she just has no bottom. Maybe she and just then, got, you know, and for a while I thought Lala had no bottom, but then yeah. I, when I started watching more and more and more, you know, I'm realizing how the show throws clips in and it, the way they take the words that come out of her mouth, make her look like a whore. Yeah. And that's not what I see her as. You know what I mean? I, I didn't mean to skip around, but. No, that's okay. Because there's a lot of people who really hate Lala and I can understand that they feel as though Lala speaks on things she has no right to speak on because she has done the same thing. But I see it as like Lala has been in that situation. So Therefore she I has can. the right to speak on it. Mm-hmm. She knows how bad it hurts. Like, I've been honest that when back when I was 17, I got myself caught up in a relationship with a friend's boyfriend, you know? Does that mean that now, 18 years later, I don't get to weigh in on something that is wrong? That would be crazy to assume that I haven't changed at all at 18 years, that I hold the same values that I did when I was 17 years old. And Lala also has the added element of now being sober to where a lot of her life she lost to drinking. Like, I can relate to stuff like that too. So... It's so interesting because so many of the castmates get pardons, right? Tom has been extra this whole time. And people are like, oh, that's for the show. Tom's extra. So is Jax. So everybody has their little quirks. And James. Right. Everybody has their little quirks. And people are like, well, it's a show. Lala's quirk is her sexuality. To me, it's so clearly a persona. Yeah. It is a game that Lala plays. It's a fake it till you make it confidence. That's who she's always been. Right. But people condemn her for that. Like, they hold her to everything. They're like, oh, but she was sucking multiple dicks for private jets. Like, no, she was sucking one dick for yeah. a private jet. Yeah, she was sucking. Right. And also <laughs> a Range Rover but you guys, and a baby. You guys were saying that about her anyway. Fuck you. Like, you were calling her a whore anyway. Well, wait a second. When the I was married, before, I was sucking dick for whatever. For groceries. Was. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I use that car in the morning? <laughs> but, it, like, she didn't even sleep with Jax when right. she had the opportunity. Like, exactly. people act like she's such an opportunist but she really was a young girl who got caught up in a really fucked up situation. Like this man came along, dangled everything she wanted in front of her and she took it. And I also want to drop my theory because people are like, she had her friend sign NDAs and she was like, what married man? And was denying that he was married. But I want you guys to consider that he had her convinced per her. He had her convinced that he was separated from his wife, separated. So I'm sure he was telling her as we move forward with the divorce, any evidence of me being in a relationship is going to affect my money, affect my custody, affect my businesses, etc. That's for the NDAs. Mm-hmm. That's that shit. Exactly. He was, and he was telling Lala that Amber was out of her fucking mind. If you fast forward to current times, Amber and Lala are friends. Right. They are friends and they work together to fight the fuck up system that likes to claim alienation and put hurt children back in bad situations. They fight it together. Amber has forgiven her, which to me means Amber acknowledges 
the abuse that Lala went through because exactly. Amber suffered it too. So exactly. like, why are you guys not seeing it? Right. Why are you not seeing it? <laughs> so I understand people not liking Lala, but I'll never... Lala shoots straight though. Even if she's the wrong messenger, she shoots straight. She does. Which is something Sheena has never done, the ever. Same, that's so, the same with um, Katie and Ariana. Shoot straight. They just, their delivery's different. So, Schwartz then goes on on this Watch What Happens Live to say that he refers to Rachel as Tom's heroine. Says that he is completely infatuated and she is like a drug to him. And he comments that the relationship is already toxic due to everything surrounding it. He then throws out the term that it was an open secret, implying that everyone knew and Ariana was just ignoring it. I didn't it. know. I know, right? That comes back, though, because in the Howie Mandela interview, that's something that Tom Tom grabs that and, and runs with it. Um, he mentions that the business has been affected a little bit. And then, of course, in his Tom Schwartz way, he's like, come in, let's talk about it. I'll talk about this all day. I love you guys. And then he also calls for people to hug Tom Sandoval if they see him out. Oh, yeah. He deserves yeah, yeah. love, yeah. Um, which is just crazy. And Schwartz also still doesn't feel like he did anything wrong with the Rachel thing because Katie was hooking up with other people. He's still not grasping the concept of Katie not wanting him to hook up with a co-worker. I think he's a child. He is I, a child. I, I despised him the whole time, and I actually was so glad when Katie finally decided that she had had enough. Hell yeah. Because being able to watch it, I you know, some of my anger comes from being in that role and realizing how long I stayed in there. Yep. When I knew it, when I knew all about it. You know what I mean? Um, although I had children, you know what I'm saying? I'm not using that as an excuse, but when you identify things that you have done and said and acted out in someone else, it it really brings to light, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was, I'm so happy to see that she's away from him. I agree. And you heard my friend Jess and I talking about yes. this the other night. And when we first watched this, we were in our 20s. We were in different relationships. You know, we had moments we were like, let up, Katie. Like, leave him alone. But now watching it in your 30s, looking back, you're like, Jesus Christ, this guy is a nightmare. And I just think about all the times I sat there, you know, while a boyfriend made snide comments about me or gaslit me. Like the episode we watched the other night, the, the infamous episode following the one where uh, Schwartz dumps a drink on Katie. And then he completely acts like it didn't happen. So and then even her friends turn on her. Like, we watch it. Her friends are like, wow, here goes Katie again, bringing all yeah. this fucking drama. I'm mm-hmm. like, she's in an abusive relationship. Yeah, I, I don't know that I wouldn't have kicked him in the nuts Girl. or punched him in the face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it because didn't escalate Because there have been that. times when I did physically fight back. Yeah. There are other times Same. when I would go completely limp and be like, just There just are kill times me. where, <laughs> you know. There are times where I was so mentally tortured that I lashed out physically. Yeah. You know, and that's so what I. I've talked about so many times with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing where they're like a victim would never physically attack their abuser. Like, what? you're out of your fucking mind. I've gone after my dad. That I've, just shows I've gone after you've never my dad. been a victim. A hundred percent. It shows you 100%. are an aggressor. You've never been a victim. But when it comes to the Katie and Schwartz thing, it's like, if you see, you don't see 
all the poking that he does at her behind the scenes. It started in the recent episodes we're starting to see because he's following her around the fucking resort. He's eating the food off her fucking plate, doing stuff like that. So you, all we see is Katie's rage text, Katie yelling at her friends. So people have decided that Katie's rage text and the fact that Katie screams, those are worse transgressions than all of the things that have happened to her to push her to that moment. Well, he, because Schwartz wants to be in a relationship with Sandoval. <laughs> That's the problem. With Sandoval, Schwartz gets all the attention. And so Sandoval gives Schwartz everything he possibly needs. He treats him like he's his little baby. Exactly. And he buys his clothes for him. He tells him how to dress. He He tells him what to say. He tells him what to like. Like a puppet. Exactly. Katie's saying, no, 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 no. He is manipulating you. He is using you. And he's saying, girl, that's my bro. That's, yeah. my, that's my man. Yeah. He, yeah. he has my best interest at he heart. Has, he, you are not at his heart. Everything that Sandoval does with Schwartz is for, for Sandoval. Sandoval. He refers to them as a brand, which again comes back in the Howie Mandel interview because he refers to him and Ariana as a brand multiple times. Wow. Multiple times. And Katie scares the fuck out of Sandoval. Katie scares him. Because she has his number and she always has. And Lala's the same way. She found him out and now she calls him out and he hates her for that. And then then he sits there to her husband and says, she's the fucking problem. Man, she's awful. She's the one that does this, right? To her, that's her husband. Yep. This is what And then he do. goes home <laughs> and then he's drunk and he's fucking mean and to he her. And he berates You're Katie. Worthless. Sandoval said, You're you don't even love you. me. Yup, 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 yup. Listen, I've been in that bed. This is what men do like let's get into the howie mandel interview because schwartz is an asshole i didn't see you didn't see any of this all right so first of all i didn't realize that howie mandel was so misogynistic (laughs) my notes say misogynistic trash but i'll pull back a little bit um but he basically at one point in this interview says that tom sandoval couldn't avoid cheating because ariana had checked out and rachel's a young beautiful woman right in front of him also a huge problem i have with this interview is that Howie Mandel kept implying that Ariana and Tom are not a family. Oh, well, you don't have kids. You're not married. So what's the big deal? You're a single guy. You are not a single guy. You are a man who is in a relationship for nine years with a woman you live with, that you own property with, that you own businesses together. You have pets. You are a family. Yes. We need to stop telling people they are not a family just because they don't have fucking children. Right. That is nine birthdays, nine Christmases, nine fucking Valentine's Days. Like. They are a family. Right. They are each other's family, especially when you're talking about people who have relocated to another state and their immediate families don't even live near them. Tom and Ariana were a family. They were. So fuck you, Howie Mandel. Like, that's a terrible implication. So he also didn't know anything about the show. Okay. So let's, first of all, (coughs) Tom Sandoval did this interview on Howie Mandel because Howie Mandel's podcast producer is married to the drummer of Tom Sandoval's band. (laughs) Okay. Yes. So this was a PR grab. This was basically no matter what Sandoval says, we're going to encourage it. We're going to applaud him. We are going to hype up the villain. We're going to take the other side. We're going to do the unpopular thing. Right. Um, as a, like, 
as a podcast tactic, totally get what Howie Mandel was doing. Mm-hmm. But I also don't know that he anticipated the Bravo fandom. Right. <laughs> which is a very interesting thing. Mm-hmm. So... Um, this is going to be the fuck around and find out fuck phase. Fuck around and find out phase of, to- of Howie Mandel's yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Tom admitted to kissing Rachel in August around Guy's Night, which we see Guy's Night in a couple of the episodes. He says that they hung out all night talking late into the night and they ended up kissing and it was magnetic. Was this the guy's night that Sheena took her there? Yeah, when James is like, guy's night means nothing. See, this is why the other girls don't like Sheena. I know it. And oh, oh, oh. Oh, I have a whole breakdown on the hypocrisy of Sheena. I'm going to get into why I feel totally fine being an anti-Sheena girl. I'm going to bri- I'm going to dive listen, into it. Listen, one encounter, there's one specific encounter that if I, my friend ever did that or a girl I found out did it, I would never be her friend. We'll have to circle back to that. Mm-hmm. So let's get to Howie Mandel. So Tom said that his relationship with Ariana had grown stale and they were both suffering with depression. But he handles his depression by booking gigs and staying busy and hanging out with friends. And Ariana lays in bed all day. That's the that's the first fucking knife. Like, you, how do you get to decide how people are depressed, first right. of all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're going to shame her for being depressed. So right. he said the relationship had grown stale. Um, she's talked before about, you know, them going into lulls in their sexual relationship because she doesn't feel emotionally connected, then she can't have sex with somebody. It's intimacy is intimacy for her. You know, everybody has different levels of it. Um, I am the exact same way as Ariana. I know. We, I know. I like, I think about that cause we've talked about that before how you say like emotionally, Mm-mm. if I'm not there, it's not don't happening. fucking touch me. Mm-mm. But I also think there's so many women, or I think about it even in myself, I'm sure there's times where I felt that way, and I just faked it or went with it, because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's your boyfriend, or how, no, long, but how see, long are you going to stay mad? For me, that was, it. he was the issue. It was what we were going through. No, I know oh, that, okay. but I'm saying there's so many times yeah. where I have felt that way and yeah. made myself do it anyway, Ugh. is what I'm saying. And that must suck. Yeah, and that happens. <laughs> to look back and remember it, that. Yeah, that's what I mean. And that's yeah, what happened. That can happen in relationships yeah. like this. So he says that him and Ariana um, started... After he kissed Rachel, him and Ariana started going to therapy together because his plan was to use the therapist to help him break up with Ariana. However, they continued to go to therapy for months and at no point did Tom ever confess that he had kissed another woman in these therapy sessions. So he said after a couple months of therapy, Ariana starts behaving differently. So like, you know, therapy's working. And she starts really fighting for the relationship and making plans for them and booking trips. And he just realized that he didn't want to go, that he would prefer to spend his time with Rachel over Ariana. Again, he does not tell her this. He doesn't say this in therapy. He continues going to therapy with his live-in girlfriend. He then says that, um, so therapy was working. That's what brought on Ariana's changes of feeling. She was working on fixing things. He says, whoever gets that version of Ariana is going to be so lucky Again, just a dig at her personality. Um, And he says that Ariana was turning a blind eye or choosing to trust me, I guess. She was choosing to trust me, her partner of nine years. What a crazy fucking thing for her to do. What a dumbass, Um, Ariana. So in therapy, he had asked her, like, hypothetically, if we break up, what are you going to do? And Ariana said that she would quit the show and the sandwich shop and leave the show. Um, Which I don't think is bizarre. 
Maybe. Like, I don't think that's a crazy thing for a person to do. <laughs> like, to yeah. once you completely go into no, their shell. she's probably thinking, you know, I don't want to be fucking humiliated. You fucking cheated on me. Yeah. You piece of shit. He then makes sure to take credit, though, for all... Because she's thriving right now. Um, she's been booked by Bloomingdale's. She's doing a, re- a revenge dress spot with them. She's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. She's filming a Lifetime movie. I posted the other day that even Wendy's was clapping back at Tom Sandoval. So she's blowing the fuck up. So, of course, he had to go, which, I mean, obviously, she's blowing up now. So, like taking credit right like you're so lucky i cheated on you mm-hmm. look how popular you look, are yeah you know? I, I made you what you are um yeah you know how they fucking do that mm-hmm. so sandoval in this interview claims that he had broke up with ariana on valentine's day yet they were at a show together on like march 3rd or whatever when all of this stuff was released like when she went through his phone um and So he had said prior to her finding everything on his phone, he confronted Ariana and that it's unfair that she would threaten to leave the show, that they've never really showed their problems on there, that they've gotten an easy edit while Tom and Katie have gone through a divorce. James and Raquel ended an engagement, that he called production to bring them back in to show the rough stuff of their relationship and that Ariana basically, that's when she started like faking PDA and acting like everything was fine, trying to twist the narrative Um, when Tom was so obviously trying to get out of this relationship. He allegedly tried to take Rachel home to meet his family and friends over the holidays. That didn't go so well. Um, He makes sure to note in this interview that he runs the house and takes care of everything. And he does not feel there is any reason as to why he shouldn't be there. He brags about how much the the cost of the home. And he says... He, he says that he doesn't understand why Ariana and everyone else is so mad or why they don't want to see him and why they have to have a third party to communicate with. If they had children, he would understand them not wanting the hostility, but he doesn't get what the big deal is, basically. He's shocked that Ariana doesn't want to text him and doesn't want to see him in passing. He doesn't get it. He's a dumbass. He's a d- whole dumbass. Mm-hmm. He's a dumbass. Yeah. Why? Why? I don't understand why she would want to. Why in the world would she want to see your face or have a text message pop up on her phone from you? I don't know. And why do you want to reach out to her? You decided she wasn't fun. Yeah. So you wanted something lively and young. (laughs) This is a thing too, though. This is something that men do. I have talked about the way the patriarchy pushes women into different boxes and they think that they're in different tiers. They're a different level of woman. So think about this. Sandoval was painting it to Rachel how awful Ariana is, right? Yep. Ariana's no fun. She doesn't have sex with me. She's not a good time. She doesn't want to travel. She doesn't laugh at my jokes. She doesn't support my dreams. Basically letting Rachel know, like, but if you do all those things, I'm going to love you right. Like, mm-hmm. there's this notion out there in the world that mm-hmm. if you're the then right... you're worthy of right, me. If I'm- you're the right woman then a man is going to get all his shit together and do right by you. Like, that's not true. Like, no. that's how Katie stayed with Schwartz for so long, for so fucking long. Because people kept telling her, like, eventually he's going to grow up. Eventually he's going to mature. Eventually he's going to be done with this bullshit. Eventually he's going to realize that you're so wonderful. Like, let him beat you down to the point that he finally realizes how wonderful you are for enduring all of these beatdowns. Look how strong you are. Like, you are a pope and you are hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Like, why do we do this to women? <laughs> why do we do this? Mm-hmm. And then there's the women like Rachel 
who are already so insecure and already so broken, they're just looking for love anywhere. They're, they're so vulnerable in that way. And you get the Toms of the world who are beating, like simultaneously beating women down. You get them, you know, building up Rachel. Like if Tom would have put that same fire into Ariana, he could have re-energized her, but that's not what he exactly. wanted. And that would have brought that emotional connection that, for Ariana where not, she would have been, she would have liked him. That's not what he wanted. <laughs> no. Ariana's too independent. Ariana right. speaks for herself too mm-hmm. much. And Ariana is noticing how much, don't you remember she calls him out in the one episode? She's like, you're sounding very men's rights right now. And exactly. I'm not fucking feeling exactly. it. Like so, Ariana's picking up on shit. And, and Rachel was already like, James was cruel. She had already been beaten down in her own way. He was so fucking cruel. Yeah. You know what I mean? So here comes the fucking savior king. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This cool guy. Oh, it's just a... Mr. I have my own band type shit, you know? Yeah. Um, I do want to say, so then at the end of the episode, we know Tom Sandoval had his, his mustache and he says that Howie Mandel can shave it. Tom Sandoval just happens to have all these razors on him. But I want people to know If you go back to the beginning of the season, Ariana says, don't you guys love Tom's mustache? I made him grow it. It's Top Gun Summer. Him shaving that mustache was one more way to say fuck you to Ariana. That was him getting like, I don't even want to be the version of myself that you prefer. Uh Do you get what I'm saying? I do, yeah. Because I've had an ex, a crazy ass ex who did shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like the way they get into your head. And I hear a lot of people... Like, they don't want to defend Ariana. They're like, look at how hard she has gone for him. She's been ride or die. Like, I want you to understand that's what happens in these relationships. Like, weren't you ride or die for daddy? Absolutely. And didn't he make you believe that you were always going to have to be dying, like, all the time? Yeah, and but, I mean, I really was. I, you, uh, listen. Wasn't I ride or die for my, my ex, remember? Like, we would get into disagreements over it. Because mm-hmm. you get if you are in a relationship... If you are in a relationship where the vibe is it's us against the world, yes. you need to reevaluate. Yes. If you have a partner who makes you feel like you guys are constantly being criticized, that you guys are constantly ostracized by the group around you, by the closest people in your lives, he is isolating you. Yeah. He is isolating you. That's, and this that's, is that's a only major... one part of a very long story. Oh, my Lanta. That... You know, you really decide how it ends. (laughs) So, whatever. Fuck Howie Mandel. Like, (laughs) I mean, at this point, I'm so glad we're here talking about it because there are a lot of things like that I've been saying on Reddit that now I'm getting a chance to embellish on a little bit. Um, Especially when I was talking, like, when when it hit me how hurt Katie is. and, And that's what I mean. Like, going back to how the patriarchy has designed women in these tiers. So from Katie's view... What if Rachel and Schwartz get into a relationship? And what if Schwartz does treat Rachel way better than he treated Katie? Like, what does that say about Katie? Nothing. Does that mean Rachel? But, but I'm saying from Katie's point of view. Right, right, right. Does that mean Rachel's a better woman than me? Do, did she support him better? Did she support him differently? Did she suck his dick different? Like, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, you go down these spirals right. of like, what was it about me then? But the truth is, Schwartz is never going to treat a woman properly. Right. But as women, we take all of that blame. What am I doing? What am I not doing that this man isn't being his best self? Because we are told throughout our lives that it is the woman's burden to bring out the best in a man. Yeah. So when these men fail, it's like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Right. Why am I not lovable? 
why am I not worth fucking loyalty? Exactly. You know, why aren't our kids cute enough for you to come home and fucking spend time with them? You know what I mean? Like, it's a spiral. (laughs) Um, So I do want to... There were some things that really pissed me off in our rewatch, and one of those things was Brock. (laughs) So in his... My reason... So this... I can't even talk. So when Brock gets on the scene and foolishly offers the information to Lala that he hasn't seen his children in four years, excellent television, right? But the thing that really bothers me about the Brock and Sheena relationship is that Sheena has seemed to completely give him every detail of everything that's ever happened, or he's, you know, watched the show, but she claims he never did. And then she gives him the permission to berate her friends with things that they went through in the past that he wasn't even present for. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, she Mm -hmm. gives him ammo and then sits back. Like, the way he comes for Lala in the season, I think it's season nine reunion, and, oh, well, you know, the Range Rovers and you were in an affair, Mm -hmm. as he's sitting next to Sheena, who actively had an affair with a married man. Who had children. Mm -hmm. Who was a celebrity. And somebody, like, clapped back at me on Twitter, and they were like... She found out six months in. And I'm like, but then stayed with him for two years. So, like, what are you talking That's not a defense. It's not. And I don't actually remember the timeline of all the Sheena, Eddie Cibrian, but to hate Lala just for the Randall shit and then not hold the same standard for Sheena, it's just weird. Right. Because you're just targeting. You're just targeting. You just don't. It's not that it's a value to you. You just don't like Lala. Right. You just want to hate on Lala. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Brock, I wouldn't fuck with Brock at all. Brock, I'd be like, uh, yeah, he can't come in. It's so annoying. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so annoying. Because he puts, his, he puts his opinion in places that it doesn't belong. And he was screaming at that kiss that, that Rachel oh, and Schwartz set we, themselves we just to be in happy. the center of the room with the cameras right on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's screaming. The mean girl. Woo! behave it's so funny to me because katie has been labeled a mean girl for all of her time on vanderpump rules but what happened in the last episode where like rachel kisses schwartz and then she's like i think i want to walk down the aisle with schwartz like that's mean girl behavior and people are saying that ariana didn't stick up for katie enough but i saw ariana being visibly uncomfortable like her face just drops at Mm -hmm. most of those moments like really mm-hmm. like this is what we're doing and you can tell that she's starting to and then get and then sandoval one night was saying raquel 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 and ariana's like that's the episode stop yeah, yeah like why always raquel you can see it yeah but then sandoval pivots and says like oh did she tell you that she made out with schwartz mm, mm, but mm. but also i think so i think it's right after the wedding so that's when sandoval and rachel had already had sex and i think it was at the wedding where sandoval started feeling his jealousy brew but I think it was equal parts, like, jealousy and thrill that him and Schwartz might share the same woman. Um, but I also think the thrill of hiding the relationship. So when it comes to people, narcissistic people or people with narcissistic traits, it, it's not even about the sex. Like, sex is heavily involved because a lot of narcissists have a lot of sex. But it's, it's about the thrill. It's about the thrill of hiding these situations and also rubbing them right in people's face and getting away with it. Like, that's part of it. Because... My relationship with a guy that I dated like this, there wasn't lacking in sex. There wasn't lacking in intimacy. He didn't have sex with other people because he wasn't... Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, like, I do. I, I people do. focus on the sex. He did it because it fucking thrilled him for me to see a girl's name in his phone and me to him to tell me that it didn't really exist. Exactly. Like, that was thrilling it to was him the, because... It was the game. I would get so worked up and I'd get so upset. And he's like, oh, look what I can do to you. Do twist, you twist, think... twist. 
So here we are in this friend group and, you know, Tom is doing his very best to make sure Schwartz keeps his own wife at arm's length, right? Mm -hmm. Um, James is treating his girl like a piece of fucking shit, right? Allie is a trooper. And then, so here is Sandoval, you know, living his best life, but his girl's just laying around in bed all the time, Mm -hmm. right? She's such a damn So then he happens to take notice that Schwartz has a little thing... A little crushy crush. But Schwartz doesn't. Okay. Schwartz does not. Like, it's so clear. So he doesn't have a crush on Raquel. No, even... They just end up in a kiss. They... But Rachel kept pushing for it, too. Gotcha. Like, Schwartz literally admits... She had the crush. You only saw... You didn't even see the last whole episode. Exactly. You only saw clips. Schwartz straight up says, like, I'm only doing this to hurt Katie. Like, I don't... Oh, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says, like, I have no but interest what about in the, Rachel. what about that first kiss? In the end, he was definitely... Lee trying remember the first kiss yeah they had? and then they walk away and they make out more and he says don't tell katie like when they're already on camera gotcha like he's playing a fucking game he doesn't like her like okay. i don't think he likes her i think i he was, was just wondering if this was sandoval's way of letting schwartz know i'm all you're never going to be better than me you're never going to get more from more way yeah, yeah that's all i was just trying to put a devious little spin on it to see if this was no i was wondering that too that, before like i that sandoval you know Sam, i i truly believe that Sandoval looks down on Schwartz. Oh, well, yeah. And in that relationship trio of Jax, Sandoval, and Schwartz, Jax and Sandoval were trying to be the alpha male. The yeah, yeah and, it, and since it, Jax couldn't get it, you know, he walked, oh, I'm just going to, you know, it's not my thing anymore. Well, he got fired. I know, but, but yeah, so I was just wondering. No, at the beginning, that's what I thought. I thought... Schwartz liked Rachel and Sandoval was like, well, that's not going to fucking happen. Exactly. And he swooped in. But after the recent episode with the way Schwartz was talking, I'm like, oh, I don't think Schwartz likes her at all. Because the next morning he high fives her, you know, like she's all confused. He's doing things to fuck. And even Ariana notes, she's like, it's really seems like Rachel's living in a rom-com, but I think she's the only one in it. Exactly. That's exactly what she said. So I just want to run down the list. I literally have the hypocrisy of Sheena, and I want to run down some of the things that have been driving me crazy, and I don't know how people excuse these things over 10 years, okay? There are two different occasions where Sheena loses her shit because people don't reach out to her following different surgeries, and she accuses people of not caring about her or being good friends, yet Katie is actively going through a divorce, and Sheena is doing things to hurt her. Now, people defend that by saying Katie's always been mean to Sheena, but when? Right. I need someone to, like, message me and explain all the times Katie's mm-hmm. been mean to Sheena. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason that... So when Stassi comes back in season three, Katie is going to Sheena's bachelorette party, even though Katie and Sheena have previously not been friends. Stassi leaves the show. So then Katie and Sheena slowly start hanging out. Katie attends the bachelorette party. Stassi is upset about this and doesn't want to be friends with Katie anymore. People act like this makes Katie and Stassi such mean girls because the back and forth they did here... Stas, uh, Sheena was showing off a sex tape of Stasi. Stasi had sent her boyfriend at the time a video of her playing with herself, and then Sheena was showing it off to other people in the restaurant. That is why Stasi did not want Katie and Sheena to be friends. Stasi is a hundred percent justified in her anger. Yikes. Okay. And just being a woman who's going to do that to another woman, like right. come on, Sheena. Right. Come on, Sheena. She's a pick me. Um. So the whole, I've already said, like, the whole Eddie Cibrian affair versus the heat that Lala gets for her affair, okay? The way she treated her first husband surrounding his addiction, where she was constantly telling him, just be normal, just be able to have one drink. Like, 
it's awful. And then at the end in the reunion, she says that she realizes she did things wrong, but she fucking didn't. Right. You know, because she doesn't change her behaviors ever. Um, texting Ariana's mom and talking about her relationship with Tom. And then in the next breath, telling Tom he has no right to comment on her and Shay's relationship, even though Shay was an active addiction and right. spending all of their money on drugs. Right. Um, telling Rachel and Charlie who they can and can't be friends with. They've both come forward and said that Sheena has done that. Immediately crying anytime someone calls her out for anything. Uh, the way she has allowed Brock to say fucked up shit that clearly she told him, like the Range Rover comments about Lala, he's always coming for James with shit that James did in his past. Like, by the time Brock was in the picture, James was already sober. Right. But Brock was throwing in drunk antics, James. Like, none of that's your business. You didn't even know that person. That is none of your business. Um, being This one will forever drive me crazy. Being mad at Lala for not being there for her during her miscarriage, even though Brock was on a golf course. And then Brock even makes a stab at Lala on Brock and Sheena's podcast. Like, yeah, oh, you have to have dinner with celebrities. Like, you're golfing. You weren't there. You're golfing. Um, However, Lala did reach out to her. And Sheena said, And Sheena yeah. said, I like to be alone. This is my alone time. mind. Right. But once you changed your mind... Lala already had plans. Exactly. Listen, I get it. This is the next one. We didn't even talk about this. This is just a minor petty annoyance. She's trying to present herself as a super chill bride while also demanding guests who paid to be there attend every single event she has planned for them. And I want to remind everybody, Lala is sober. Expecting a sober person to go to five days of drinking events is too much. She's also not a bridesmaid. Yeah. You don't get to dictate how I spend my vacation. I will see you at your wedding. Uh, uh, yeah. At first, I was taken back by Lala's behavior. I'm like, what the fuck? But I thought she was a bridesmaid. She ain't a bridesmaid. I had no idea. She, nope. she She's wasn't, a guest. Yeah. Guest of. And I was like, then you have no reason to ask. You can't expect me to be anywhere. I'm going to be at your fucking wedding. Right. Absolutely. And I'm going to give you a gift. And Lala did go on the boat. Do you know what I mean? Right, Which is right. an all-day drinking thing. But that's got to be a lot, though, being sober. And I was a, all most times, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot seeing drunk people. It's but not. I am just not a huge drinker. She is actually recovering. So to be around that. Yeah. And they're a lot. They're Those a behaviors, lot. their personalities. Drunk people are annoying. We can't act like they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, when she gets called out for being nasty when Brock doesn't hang Charlie's TV properly, she immediately cries and said, well, her daughter had COVID, so she was in a bad mood. (laughs) Uh, The fact that she named the baby Summer when Brock has a baby named Winter that's born on the same day, I will never, ever get over that. That is how, that is unforgivable to me. That is so fucking weird and twisted. Okay. And whatever happened to Madison Marie Parks Valletta? I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Where is she? Yeah. Um, Brock's Madison. Child, <laughs> Brock's child support arrears still not being paid off, but they're having another extravagant event on television. Wow. Um, and then people talk shit on other castmates for wanting things on television, but like, tele- I don't know why I said it that way. Sheena was like, Sheena's so fucking thirsty that she was totally willing to botch James and Rachel's engagement party just to get a little tiny bit of nuptials of her and Brock. In that episode. Oh, on television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you fast forward where she's in in Mexico with all these people at her wedding. And she's like, oh, we've been married for a year. Look yeah. at me. How wonderful am I to be able to keep this secret? It's like, bitch, 
what you're yeah. just dragging like to me i mean i'd be like just one more thing we drug out that we have to do this big to do for uh-huh. and then people are like see it's really just about the marriage because she's already been married like no it's literally about the wedding because that's where you are yeah <laughs> if it was about the marriage it's about the party it's about the party it's about, about the, the party notoriety. And the it's about the six episodes that get to be all about sheena right <laughs> wait real quick didn't sheena also tell raquel not to be friends with somebody yeah, and she told Raquel to hook up with Schwartz. Okay. Like she was like, so when you had mentioned it, fire. you had said, "Oh, Sheena told so and so." Oh, I said so-and-so. Rachel. I said Charlie and Rachel. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I missed it. Rachel I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay, that's you. <laughs> I was like, wait, listen, I know that. I don't even hate Sheena. Like, if Sheena's just there, it's fine. Yeah. But she's constantly making like she's constantly dragging shit and doing it wrong. Even at the episode we watched where Schwartz had thrown the drink on Katie. They're all at dinner the next night. They're all just chilling. They're barely friends with Sheena. And she goes, so what happened last night? Sheena, she, shut the fuck but, up. And then, and then, then turns, she brings it up and then turns around. Everyone's mad at fucking Katie yep. for telling her. Yep. All she did was respond. Katie wasn't saying a word to anybody. She shut down. She did. She wasn't, but she wasn't doing anything wrong. Nope. But Sheena started it. And when Katie started explaining what happened and how she felt about it, now everyone attacked her. And then when she decided to leave, it's, you're going to ruin my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. Well, that was Stassi. It was, that was Stassi's. It's always Stassi's fucking birthday. But you know what's so funny? I have here in my notes, so this is before the most recent episode I had wrote down, Sandoval wanted Rachel to himself so that Schwartz couldn't be the guy with a shiny new thing. Ah! That's so funny. Isn't that something? So I, I but I'm, the latest episode turned me around on that. So then in real time, allegedly, so Coachella is happening. Ariana's there living her best life. She was apparently making out with a guy that she had met at a wedding in Mexico, a wedding that she went to on her own post-breakup. Um... Good for her. Good for her. Have fun. You know, I'm, I'm annoyed that anytime she's with a man now, people are going to be speculating. Like, is it her new boyfriend? Like, let her go. And again, she has said she needs emotional connections to have sex. Like, if she's just fucking people, great for her. You know, or if she's getting to know people, great for her too. But like, yeah. let's not, like, leave her. I just want them to be left, all of them to be left alone. Because I just can't imagine being stalked and watched at this level. No, 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 no. I want them to stalk and watch <laughs> Sandoval and Raquel. Oh, fair. So Do that's what saying? I want to say. Just leave Ariana out of it. You brought this to light. Now let us fair, see okay. how great your fucking relationship well, is. So allegedly, Rachel, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel had um, voluntarily gone into, gone into a clinic for her mental health. And then I was advocating for that on Reddit too, because people were like, Oh, it's just a PR spin. Allegedly, it has already come out that it was a PR spin, that she's just at a resort and spa. But before I knew that information, like, I want people to keep in mind that Rachel was in a six-year abusive relationship with a man that she was planning on leaving in the middle of the night because she was so afraid. Like, James admits that he was berating her on the entire ride home from Thanksgiving with her parents. Like, James hasn't shied away from the fact that he was very abusive we to this woman. We watched it. She's already very... I know it. We watched, we watched him it berate years. her in text She's messages. already Everything. insecure, deals with a lot of body insecurity. Like, I know she's in pageants, but usually one is there to negate the other. One's Look not there the in insecurity of her nose. Her nose. Um, she already has issues within her family dynamic. Do you know what I mean? Her birth mother is actually... Her aunt. her aunt is raising her. Her birth mother is the sister to her mom. Like, it's it, that already, even if you have all the love in the world, the fact that her birth mom pops in and out has to be its own weird... But she doesn't really have a relationship no. with her. So but, she loses... She, like, 
she loses out though. Right. But I'm saying like the trauma mm-hmm. of the existence of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And as we were saying earlier, like the way Katie was getting beaten down by Schwartz, Rachel had been beaten down by James. And when you get a person that's starting to build you up after someone else has beaten you down, like the things that people can make you feel and believe about yourself, it truly is its own high. Girl, my name is so fucking charming. Rachel has shown signs of lack of empathy and not really understanding why things like why certain social interactions are so important. And those can be signs of personality disorders. So if she had gone away for treatment, that's totally reasonable. It doesn't mean that she's doing it as a gotcha because people who so show narcissistic traits, like they need help for that. Just because people do bad things doesn't mean they're less worthy of the treatment. But do, do you, do you apparently mean, it was a ruse. Do you mean like the day when Katie <laughs> said in tears, you know, you're this is hurting my feelings. This is upsetting me. I don't want you to do this. And, and Raquel says, well, you know, I always found shorts, uh, you know, like... I like him. You know, know, I just want to let you know that. um, Yeah. That shit is so bizarre. mm -hmm. Like that, that's fucked up. It's bizarre. So when you started saying that, I was like, you know, she did some crazy shit and got away with it because. Well, allegedly it's going to get worse. So Lala went on Watch What Happens Live last week. She did a great um, episode. It was real easy, you know, low key, but. Apparently, the finale is going to have us gobsmacked, Lisa has confirmed. There's allegedly a scene where Ariana conf- like sits down with Rachel and says, like, I think Tom is cheating on me. And Rachel tells her that she's going to be there for her if that's the truth. And people are like, there's no way Ariana couldn't have seen it. But I want you to consider, Ariana might have believed that Tom was cheating with someone else. Like, she might not have believed... Like, just because she was ready to confront Tom that he might be cheating on she her, it doesn't who, mean that she thought it was Rachel. If she thought it was Rachel, she would have just said to Rachel, what the Rachel, fuck are you doing? Absolutely. Why are you doing this? And Tom acts like, he's like, oh, Ariana knew that I was always FaceTiming with Rachel. She knew I was always at the bar with Rachel. Like, I don't believe that. I think he was lying to her. I'm sure he was changing names in his phone. They were probably using WhatsApp. Like, get real like i've been the ariana you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i've been the ariana in situations mm-hmm. like this and these people will go these people these it's really the men like the person in the middle mm-hmm. will go above and beyond to and hide then it. yeah right. to hide it mm-hmm. you know and yeah so i think she might have assumed he was cheating with someone else and she was just starting you just feel that feeling something's not right mm-hmm. you can just feel it in your stomach. And so then, then, and then when you realize and you, it finally comes out that, that it's the truth and you think back to, I know that there's times now that Ariana's sitting there thinking back to a hundred different things where she was like, I felt that. Yeah. Fucking let it go. I, you know what I mean? And you, and it goes on for years. I mean, if we look back to just the Miami situation, you can <sighs> see it because when Sheena confronts her with the text from the girl in Miami, you can see on Ariana's face that she's reading them and in her brain she's like, oh, fuck. But she's presenting like, Tom already showed me all this. Like, this is all bullshit. And she, she's willing to cover for him. She's willing to look, you know, obtuse, <laughs> as she right. would say. As she would say. You know, in order, like, it's just... She's willing to deal with that, yeah. to be with him because she believed in him so much. And now full, it comes full circle. But you're right. You do have so many times where you're sitting there and you're like, fuck. And people are like, how could she have not seen it? I've been in friendships. Like a, a lot of my friendships, 
I knew the men before I knew their wives. So even though in the position now I'm closer with the wives, like things like scenes like took place in that recent episode where he smacked Rachel's ass. Even if people had seen that, that wouldn't have been a huge red flag in my friend group. I, I agree. Do you know what I mean? I do agree. You know all my friends. You know how we are with each other. And we do. some of us do have blurred boundaries because there's just such trust and friendship rooted there that you would never, you know, but then people do. Mm-hmm. But I do. I have guy friends where like, I mean, my best friend Bridget, if, if me and her husband stayed up late while she's in bed, she would never. Oh, I. And there would be never. I had friend groups like that. A hundred percent. Like, if, daddy's, friends to music. Were, daddy's friends would sit up with me at night with, when he Always. passed out. And we would just sit there and, and just talk. sit there and hang and out. And they'd be like, why are you still with him? <laughs> but don't tell him. Don't I'm tell him I said that. I'm scared of him. <laughs> no, I know. And it doesn't always have to be romantic those right. things are exactly. possible mm-hmm. so i know people are like oh they really did turn a blind eye but if you explicitly do trust people i mean i have friends that i fully fucking trust i would never ever think these types of things exactly. of i would be completely blindsided mm-hmm. if xyz happened truly mm-hmm. and that's what trust is and, <laughs> and ariana and had we, that and, and rachel we, and so did we <laughs> we were blindsided and some people do think that you know Rachel's just, you know, fucked up in the head and she's been playing a part. I'm not that camp. I'm not in the camp that Rachel was able to hide her truth for six years. You know, that I think this is something that developed over time. The same way I think that Sandoval's ego has inflated over time. Because we see Sandoval be generous. We see him be thoughtful. We do see him be on the right side of certain things. And I just think he... I don't think that was a show. I don't think he was hiding. No, me either. Or maybe I'm wrong, you know, but I think people are more willing to believe a conspiracy that somebody was able to put up a six year front than they are willing to believe that people just change and bad shit happens and we make bad decisions and we get caught up in our feelings and shit happens. I think because I'm a, I'm coming into this so many, you know, years later and I'm watching it back and I'm also looking at it from a different, uh, demographic, you know, and trying to understand these Stupid behaviors, you know what I mean? And that's why it was so hard for me to watch. But then when I really sat down and started looking at it less as a show and more as these this shit's happening mm-hmm. in real time. And isn't it weird too? You go on social media, like Wendy's yeah, is in real time. <laughs> someone just got their fucking heart, heart ripped open. Ripped open. Do you know what I mean? And now I'm like wow, there's so much damage. So I'm looking at this from Tom Sandoval. And that's why I said, if I was that age, he would have been the person that would have enamored me. Yeah, you know, I he get would it. have the charm, you know, the, the giving the comfortability in himself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I, and that, that my right. brother has that charm. We always exactly. talk about that. Like when someone exactly. presents that they just are exactly who they are and they have no qualms always. about it, that is very attractive. So but you see his growth, you know what I mean? And he is very talented. You know, in a lot of areas, but he also, as he's growing, so is his fame, mm-hmm. so is his money. Mm-hmm. You know, Lisa now, like, he opened his own bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and he, he's also a different age. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny. It's <laughs> I don't funny. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's everything I mean. he really is. Well, that's but what I mean. There's like, a lot of years that have gone by, and how old is he now? 40 39 okay. 40 okay and how old when this started he was 28 29 okay yeah 20, 
think about a 28 year old man being in the spotlight and shit yeah, i know all, all your shit just out on blast people mm-hmm. getting to critique you and that's what i was saying about the katie thing too i'm like how do you not understand like people think katie's such a bitch but why wouldn't she be not only has schwartz gaslit her not only have her friends gaslit her into thinking that she's in an okay marriage but then she has to go online she has to go on social media and people call her a bitch call her a mean girl call her a fucking asshole for staying with this man who she was in love with and the whole world is gaslighting into her into thinking that this man's behavior isn't that bad. And if she would just chill the fuck out, he would treat her better. Right. Think about how actually fucked up that is, you know? But so many of us are conditioned. There are so many people in relationships similar to Katie and Tom's where they don't even realize that they're being right. abused. Because these, these dynamics are so normalized. And I think with people on, um, on social media commenting on stuff, you know, one... Are they commenting on a clip that they saw? Right. So are you seeing one clip of Katie flipping the fuck out, but you have no idea of what came the five years before that. Yep. It's leading up and she's like, okay, this is it. You know, your fucking head explodes, yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's what they, they don't, Katie, they don't even watch a video, the whole thing. So a lot of that is so unfair because they're commenting on a moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And deciding who Katie is as a person. And Katie also has a traumatic brain injury. Exactly. Which. And if they, exactly, they I might not even know that. don't want to project onto that, but I do want people to f- consider the fact that when you suffer a traumatic brain in- injury, it can affect your disposition. It sure. can affect the way you process information. Mm-hmm. Katie, like Katie clearly has empathy, even though you don't really see empathy on Katie's face. However, on Rachel, sometimes you're like, oh, she looks so sad, but there's nothing going on in the fuck upstairs. Exactly. So do you get what I'm saying? Like, yes, I the, do. the difference is My there. My sister has the, a, 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 a brain, brain injury. injury. You're right. right. And we <laughs> give her a lot of fucking grace. Well, we try, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, I get it. And I and that's why I try to open up my mind. But it and is a even, factor. Yeah. Right. But I'm an, I'm very much an advocate too. Like people always say no excuses. There's no excuses for certain behaviors. There's no this. And it's oh, like, are, it's not an excuse. It's not about excuses, but sometimes there's a lot of explanations because yes. a lot of my like worst behaviors, I'm not excusing my behavior. I take full accountability for making a bad decision, but there are things that led up. There are explanations. There are things that happened to me that if you heard that story, it would explain why I would make a choice like that. Exactly. And it's so interesting to live in a society that's like mental health, mental health, mental health. But if someone's not suffering the way you think someone should suffer then you don't think they're worthy of help you don't think they're worthy of intervention like things like that and it's it's, and then it's there's just, really like, not you a... have to look at these things with with nuance and you have to not like when this first broke i was like oh my god i can't believe this would happen and i was enamored but if you're feeling actual rage at rachel and stuff like we got to take a step back right and look just be mad at rachel i'm not saying that i'm not telling people right. how to feel but you, you get what i mean like from the bigger than mental health scope. And like I said, apparently it was all a ruse and she's really just at a spa, which that sucks. But <laughs> I would like to be at a spa though. But don't doubt that she does need mental fucking help. Oh, I know. Yeah, you can see. I mean, Rachel's probably her own worst enemy. Oh so imagine what imagine? Rachel went through. First of all, she was in beauty pageants. Critique. Okay, critique. And I, I took you out of, as quick as I got you into beauty pageants, I pulled you back out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I barely have memory of it. Well, ex- exactly, which is great. Yeah. But I knew at that moment, you know what I mean? When you said, I have a wedgie <laughs> into the microphone right. when they ask you your name and you slid your finger under your, you know, under your, what I guess, what, dance skin. That's what we called them back then. And you pulled the wedge <laughs> out. 
you know, I looked at you everybody. Knew that and, I yeah, wasn't and me me and Daddy giggled because that was our girl and you know, you came down with your sassy self, with long, flowing, gorgeous hair uh-huh. and he said, her career's over. <laughs> because she has that mouth. You know what I mean? So and look at me now. Oh, I, I'm Use, using that mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. No, I, yeah. I see that's, I love that though. Like even Jax, I fucking hate Jax, but I do like to step back and like, look at the psychology of Jax. Look at the things he actually does. And I'm watching him now. Cause I'm like, there's no way he's just changed and he's an amazing per- person to Britney. He's That's not. not how it works. Like, I have lived this mm-hmm. with many different mm-hmm. types. And Jax... That's not how it works. I'm so curious. So, and, <laughs> and imagine Sandoval now when Jack... When, when, when James... James leaves this. Does James leave the show? No, James okay. is still with us. So, Jax leaves the show. Jax left, yeah. And because... seven, eight-ish. What did he do that time? Well, don't you remember? He says, Elisa, like... This is why my show is so popular. Was that the that was that, that was the it. end that for was her? his last episode? Okay, him and So Jax leaves the show, and who does Sandoval? Who does he have to compete with? He's the number one guy. There you go. Mm-hmm. The number one guy. And Jax leaves the show because Jax is an idiot. Is an idiot. At Completely. least, at least Sandoval, he's able to hold down a full time job. He's able to run a business. He's able to. Uh, multitask and have multiple women behind the scenes. And that's why Jax has always hated Sandoval because, because they have can... the same behaviors, but Sandoval is able to pull it the fuck off, mm-hmm. whereas Jax can't. He can't focus on more than one thing. So if he's cheating on his wife, he can't also be focused at work. Like, he can't right. do all these different right. things. Right. And, and, right, Sandoval is all able to keep it all together in this tight little ball. Plus his ADHD, which Schwartz also used as a defense for him having an affair. Right. No, it's not, that's not a good defense. <laughs> it's so funny. So, we did it. We covered all things... Scandal for the most part. Oh my god! I'm sure there's. It's so not much. even all things. I don't think. No, we, we really didn't. I don't think we things. hit all things. There's my so notes much. are insane. Like if you could see the notes I have in front of me, you would think I'm a crazy person. And there's so much that I didn't touch on, but we also just had to get back into the vibe of recording because well, we've missed it. But it's also one of those things where it's like getting to do it. I know? just have to say, it's like working that out, you feel great I'm after. Glad, but <laughs> I'm glad that I actually leaned in. Yeah. You know, uh, there are still some times that... You dropped uh, your VPR resistance. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, where it's a little loud. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> where you Overstimulating. Know I mean? Yeah. But um, I- I'm glad because I- I'm at a point in my life where I'm trying to grow. So I'm really seeing behaviors. Even even sometimes Lisa disappoints me. Oh, Lisa Do definitely I mean? has a and lot of misogyny. It's yeah. misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Like, ways, so Lisa yeah. disappoints me. Um, and... You know, even we watched just watched an episode where there were some racist comments, you know, with her friend group. Oh, yes. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? That was a very like uncomfortable. And all of them yeah, that was uncomfortable. That's a and wild I thought, episode. and I thought, okay, it's it's TV, but you're still also you're still showing who you are. Not a defense, but that was also 2013. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like still not okay. The way they talk exactly. to each other was not okay. But now, 10 years later, we're learning so much more about what really does qualify as racism. But we're also learning Our how Lisa grew. building on this. Yeah, I hope so. Lisa also grew where I don't, she doesn't tolerate that now. I would hope not. Because, well, I see the way that she's talking to the girls. That's true. You know, telling them, okay, you, you know, I see sometimes where she's like, okay, you need to apologize. Yeah. This you know. is a good season for Lisa. Like, Lisa is best when she can kind of just sit on the outside. And just when the kids come to her, she gives her little bits of wisdom. Mm-hmm. 
and then it goes. Like, mm-hmm. that's where she Like, shines. I really, you know, I really love the way that she pulled James up under her wing. She I checked know it. in, you know, because addiction, I mean, addiction hit me right in my life. Yep. You know, as close as it can get, addiction ripped my life apart. Sure did. You know, in so many ways. Um, but she did so good at that. So, and I really just want to say to women my age uh, or men, whoever, if you're, if you're not into reality TV, just try it, but try to go into it in that age. You know what I mean? I struggled so hard. It was so fucking annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there was definitely a long time where you could not understand the appeal at all. And like for me, a lot of people enjoy the fighting. It's not even the fighting for me. Like I said, I enjoy the psychology. I like watching so many different people interact with each other. I like being able to pick up on different things where I'm like, hmm, that's a little bit of this or this or oh, wow, they acted that way in that relationship because of the way their mom treated them. Like, that shit is exactly. so and, interesting to me. And that's, that's the way I'm, my brain works. And that is a gift and a curse in some spots, you know? Right. And that's the angle I'm, 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 I came now. back in with. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's why when we talked about uh, another show, I knew exactly where I wanted to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I mean, it is fascinating. I had one of my friends reach out to me who does not know v- Vanderpump, but she was like, I need... I need the, the footnotes. Like, I need to know yeah. what's going on. She's like, because everything I click on, everyone is talking about this. I need to know. I had to make a diagram with colors. And I was like, I promise you, I am breaking it down <laughs> the best I can. But there's so much that you're going to miss from my description. That is so important. Like, this story just keeps unfolding and unfolding. And I'm going to be right on in there. Mm-hmm. So, but like we said, we'll be back Monday with our regular episode. Next Monday, we're back. <laughs> We're back at it. You're my, my, my anxiety already. You'd be like, bitch, you better deliver. You're making yeah. promises mm-hmm. with a regular episode. And then we'll also hopefully be scattering in where we keep up with Scandaball. Absolutely. It's not going anywhere. And the reunion's going to be. I'm glad to be back. Next le- me too. Like I said, I love doing this. But it's one of those things that's very easy to psych yourself out of. It is. Especially when, like we said at the top of the episode, some of the topics we like to cover current events we like to right. talk about what's happening but it can be very depressing so we're, we're still working yeah. on our media and and we i mean i'm still living a whole life outside 100%. of 100 outside of sandoval's life girl and lala doesn't feel like it a lot of times you know what i mean mm-hmm. girl but <laughs> thank you so much for listening um whether you are new or you are coming back after our little break we very much appreciate it Uh, Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. If you can leave a couple words, that's what helps us grow. Team Ariana. Yeah, Team Ariana. (laughs) If you are new and you just tuned in because of Scandaball, then we hope you tune in to some of our other episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot in our backlog of things we've opened up. You can hear the backstories on kind of, well, obviously we're mother and daughter, but also the backstory on, you know, our own domestic violence relationships that we've been in the way we feel about dating. We talk current events. We talk pop culture. We, we talk, talk addiction. We, we talk, talk addiction, mental health. Everything. I mean, there's no such thing as TMI, right? Oh, geez. That's what we're here for. So, <laughs> and if you, you are an, if you are an Ariana fan, your team Ariana, hop over to our Etsy shop. And even if you're not, because uh, <laughs> people get upset about that because they're like, oh, capitalizing. And I'm like, I just like to say, I drew VPR quotes and art before Scandal broke. But you know what? It would be silly of me not to do exactly. the Scandal quotes. Exactly. Like, I already do VPR art. Mm-hmm. So, and I do 
90s and I do all kinds of just funny stuff. But if you're not going to hear it or see it here, you're going to hear it or see it someplace Listen, else. But so, I, you know, I get you know. it. I get it. So check out the Etsy shop for all that fun stuff. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Have a good week.